Welcome to the Soul Craft Your Life podcast. My name is Carmen Marshall, and I'm a life design and manifestation expert, a seven-figure entrepreneur, wellness educator, and a dance teacher. And I'm passionate about helping you create a magical and fulfilling life. Whether you want to discover your purpose, learn how to attract financial abundance, or create more health, balance, joy, and connection in your life, the Soul Craft Your Life podcast has got you covered. One part strategy and one part soul. Each week we explore both the practical and the spiritual with intriguing experts and fascinating human beings, all sharing their wisdom to help expand what we think is possible for our own lives. The goal, to help you create a life you love on your own terms that stems from your soul. Let's dive in and discover what this life has to offer each of us. Hello, gorgeous souls. Welcome to episode 14, How to Stop Procrastination and Get Done Soulfully, which is actually part two. So episode 13, part one, was all about the energetics of procrastination and really understanding why we procrastinate. When we have something hanging over us, a big project, a tough conversation, following up with that prospect that we haven't followed up with, it sucks our energy, our life force. It's like an energy vampire and it affects everything that you do and how you walk around in life. But when you do that thing, that thing you've been procrastinating on, Your energy frees up, your life force is fed, and you stay in integrity with yourself and your confidence increases. So nixing procrastination frees you up and people can feel that centeredness, that groundedness that you have, and you literally become more magnetic and it becomes easier to manifest. So if you haven't listened to episode 13, definitely go back. You don't have to listen to it before this one, but they're definitely meant to go together. And this is more the physical process. Now, in Soulcraft, I'll always be talking to you about the physical and the spiritual because, of course, we're a spiritual energy in a physical body. So we always want to be looking at both. But this is more the physical part. And then, of course, episode 13 is a spiritual part. All right, so let's get started. I'm super excited about this because this is the method, the process that I've used for years. And not only does it help me not procrastinate, but I get a lot of stuff done, but the things that matter to me. Because we don't want to just be doing a lot of stuff. (laughs) We're too busy just to do stuff that doesn't matter. It has to be the things that you really want to get done and really move forward your life that you want to create. So this process will help you do that. The beautiful thing too is everything that I teach you, you can totally make it for you. You can personalize it. So for example, if you prefer to work with a physical day planner or if you like to work with a digital one, you can do that. Either one will work. And all of these little tips, definitely look at them big picture and then think of how can I make it work for me so this becomes something that is very personalized and very attuned to how you like to work. This is just big picture stuff and then you can make it you. All right, so let's get started. So number one is called doing a brain dump. So we're going to get everything out of your body. Now, you probably know this. Whether it's emotional, whether it's physical to-do lists, whether it's things that we're worried about, whether it's stress, overwhelm, we want to get it out of the body because if it's in the body, we just end up suppressing it and we don't feel good. But when it's out on paper, whether you're journaling about something that's worrying you, whether in this case, you're going to do a brain dump with all the things that you need to do, it gets out of the body and you literally just feel better because it's out. And when you look at it on a sheet of paper, it will actually seem less overwhelming. 
I do a brain dump typically about once a month or whenever I feel overwhelmed or I just feel like I have a lot to do or I don't know where to start. So brain dumping will help you so much. Any of these feelings that you feel like I'm stuck, a brain dump will help you. So this is another thing that you can personalize it for yourself. You may have a beautiful journal already. You might have some type of notebook. If you don't, just grab a piece of paper from your printer. <laughs> That's what I always do. And it's actually really nice because your brain dump, you may not even keep. So it doesn't have to be in a journal. All right. So what you want to do when you have that piece of paper is you literally want to write out everything that you're stressed about, you feel overwhelmed about, just get it all out on paper. It could be things in your business. It could be things about your health. It could be things that maybe you need to plan. Maybe it's things around your family, just anything. So take that time and usually it'll take you about five to 10 minutes max. Number two, we then want to categorize. And this will make you feel so good because you've taken this mess that can just look like worms on a paper and you're going to categorize it and that will make your nervous system just calm down. You'll feel so much better. So when I say categorize, you want to think of 10 areas or so. And again, this is up to you. It might be eight. It might be 15. I probably wouldn't do more than 15 though, because then it will seem too overwhelming. And if you find that you can't figure out how to categorize some things, just make a category called general or random. So if you have a bunch of randoms, just put them in a category called random. <laughs> totally good. So when you have about 10 to 15 categories, and it'll start to make sense where you're looking at everything. You'll be like, oh yeah, that's for my health. That's for my business. That's for my health. That's for my family. It'll become really intuitive. And once you have those categories, you won't really have to revisit your categories. Maybe once every three to four months, you have a new category because you have a new project or you take away a category, but basically your categories are the things that are important to you. They don't really change that much or just a little bit. Now, if you have worked with me in the past or working with me currently, one-on-one -on -one coaching or any of my programs, we use what we call the WAP, a weekly action plan. So we already give you those categories. But even if you're not working with me currently, don't worry, you'll just make your own categories. All right, number three, we're going to transfer those categories and all of the things underneath of them into the day planner of your choice. So is that going to be a digital day planner? Is it going to be a physical one? I actually love physical day planners. I just really like the act of writing out things, but there are a lot of things that actually combine digital and physical now. There's a product called Remarkable. There's something else I saw recently on Instagram where it's digital, but you're actually using a pen, not really a pen, but something that transfers that art of writing into the digital format. So if you want something that's more digital so you can take it anywhere, that could be an option for you. Right now, I actually just use a physical day planner and then I use my iCal. So I'm a Mac user. So I use my iCal for my appointments. So whatever your choice is, you want to take those categories and everything that's underneath of them and transfer them to the day planner of your choice. Now, you could start with just having one area for the whole month, or you could literally do it for every week. I'm a one week kind of person because I actually like to transfer whatever I haven't done to the next week. If that feels a little bit overwhelming, just do it once every month because you can always look back at that page that starts the month and just refer to it. I really like the act of writing. It's like it goes into my subconscious. I'm reviewing what I need to do. So I love transferring my categories and everything underneath of them into the next week and then the next week, the things that I haven't done yet. 
Okay. So whatever you like to do, again, this is totally dependent on your personality. (laughs) There's so much room for you just to be you, which we always want to be. Then number four, once you've got those transferred and let's say you've done it for the beginning of the week. And actually, let me add one more thing. It will depend what your day planner or your electronic day planner looks like, where you will put it. My day planner has a column that starts the week. So I put everything over on the left-hand side. Yours might not have that room, so it might need to be on the bottom, might need to be on the top. Never stress about it Get being perfect. Just put it where it makes most sense for you. And this will make more sense as you're going along and you'll customize it as you go along too. So now that you have all of your categories with the items underneath of it, then you want to look at your whole week. So let's say we're starting with Monday. Now on your Monday, you'll probably have some appointments already. You'll have some things that you need to do. That's how my calendar is when I look first thing when the week starts. There's already appointments there and there's already things that I need to do. But then what you want to do is look back at your categories and all the items underneath of it and circle three of them that you will put at the top of Monday. So we're going to call these your MITs, your most important things. So you're going to take three of those things, put them on top of your Monday, and those are going to be called your three most important things for Monday. And you'll do this throughout the week. I don't do it every day. I do it about five days a week. So I don't do it on Wednesday. I don't do it on Sunday to give myself a bit of a break. I'm a big believer that for me, I can't have structure every day. I've got to have some days where I just kind of free flow. If you're a very structured person, you might want to do this seven days a week. If you're a little bit more flowier even than me, I'm kind of flowy and a lot of structure actually. So I'm kind of right at the midpoint that airs a little bit on the side of being a little bit more structured. (laughs) But you might be super flowy. So maybe you only do this three times a week, but at least three times a week is going to be so important. And I'm going to share with you why in just a moment. Hi, lovely soul. It's Carmen here, and I'm interrupting this episode to tell you about my brand new free manifesting guide. So do you feel a little stuck when it comes to manifesting? Maybe you've been dabbling in this world of manifestation, but it's just not flowing. Or maybe you're just an inch away from your dreams, but you can't seem to break through. Or perhaps you're brand new to manifestation and you're 100% ready to tap into your superpowers, but you're not quite sure how to get started. You are not alone. We all have our moments of doubt. And here's the truth. We all encounter a few sneaky reasons that can slow us down. And so I've just created a brand new guide and it's called the seven sneaky reasons you're not manifesting. And more importantly, what you can do about them. I talk about common manifestation hiccups, practical steps to reawaken your manifestation mojo and start turning your dreams into reality now. So to get you started or back into your manifestation flow, go to carmenmarshall.com forward slash seven, like the number, sneaky, S-N-E-A-K-Y. So again, forward slash seven sneaky, and I'll put it in the show notes too. Drop in your email and I'll send you the free guide straight to your inbox. Okay. Let's get back to the podcast. So let's say it's Monday. So Monday, you've got some appointments there already. Maybe nine o'clock, you're going to the gym. 12 o'clock, you've got a presentation. Four o'clock, you've got a dentist appointment, whatever it is. Then at the top of that day, you've got your three MITs, your three most important things that you've pulled from the items underneath the categories 
on the left-hand side of your date planner, if that's where you've put them. So wherever you've put them for the week or for the month. Now, number five, you then want to circle one MIT, one most important thing. And this is going to be the thing that you will do no matter what. Now, why would we not just go right there and just do one most important thing? The reason being is it's very hard sometimes to figure out what's the most important thing I need to do. There's so many things I need to do. So it calms your brain. It calms your nervous system to choose three. You've got them at the top of the day, and then you choose the one that's the most important. I found that that works the best for me and for the clients that I've taught this to and in all my programs for at least 10 years. So then know that some days you'll just get that one most important thing done. Some days you'll get all three. But you know that that one thing is the most important thing, which brings me to number six. How can you really connect to the importance of it and not just have it be another thing to do? What you want to do is ask yourself this incredible question. And you've probably heard this before, but the quality of our life depends on the quality of the questions we ask ourselves. So instead of saying, for example, why is this happening to me? We want to say, how can I find a solution? So In this case, it is a why question, but it's an empowering why question. So what you're going to ask yourself is, why is this number one MIT important to me? So you literally will ask yourself every morning, why is this important to me? This is important to me because, and I'll explain why this is so transformative. Even if it's something that it's connected to something you love, like your work or your hobby or your family. Even if it's something you love, if it feels like a big project, as we talked in the energetics of procrastination, it can still feel like you don't want to do it and you may procrastinate. But if you connect back to why is this important to me, you'll get back into your heart. You'll get back into your purpose. You'll get back into your why. And that will give you the fuel to do the thing. Let's say that you've got a really big presentation and you're actually talking about something you love. So say for me, it might be something like how to find your purpose but I need to create this really amazing PowerPoint with lots of amazing pictures. I need to make sure that the text on the PowerPoint isn't too much. And I just know it's going to be a big project. It will probably take me a couple of days. So I could procrastinate, not because I don't love what I'm talking about or love what I'm going to be doing, but it's a big task. But when I ask myself, well, why is this important to me to do? When I think, well, this is a topic that I'm so passionate about. One of the most important things I think is for people to find their purpose. I want to help people transform their lives. I want them to feel that fuel inside of them. When I remember that, then I no longer care about it's going to be some work. You know, it's like I go past any of the obstacles that are making me procrastinate and I go right to why it's important to me. So again, this is number six. Ask yourself, why is this number one thing really important to me? And it could even be a task that you're dreading, like maybe you're going through a divorce and you need to actually call a divorce lawyer. Okay, well, why is this important to me? Because it's definitely not fun. So then you can say, well, I know once I do this, I'm going to be on the track of moving towards completing my divorce and that will feel good to me. We can have things that we love them or we can have things that we're really dreading. But when we go to the heart of it, why is this important to me? It gets us back into our heart and back into why this is such an important thing for us to do and be. Number seven, and this is the kicker. Well, actually, number six is, well, they all are. (laughs) But number seven will help you never procrastinate again. 
So number seven, and I can't take credit for this phrase, eat your frog before noon. So it actually comes from Brian Tracy years and years and years ago. And what that actually means is take the thing that you're dreading, like eating a frog, and do it before noon. Because whatever we're procrastinating on, you now know that it is literally just sucking your life force. It's sitting on your shoulder and you just feel this big weight on you. But when you eat your frog before noon, that weight goes off and it frees you up. A couple of things with this. You don't have to do it before noon. The time is arbitrary because say, for example, if you're in a full-time job and you want to do a presentation for your side hustle, of course you can't do that before noon. Your boss would fire you. (laughs) So the time is arbitrary. You just decide what time you want it to be. Do you want it to be 7 p.m.? Do you want it to be 8 p.m.? Whatever it is. So eat your frog before 8 p.m. You get to choose. Now, those of you that work from home, like I do, I love the noon because I'm actually doing the thing that I don't want to do first. And then that just frees me up. Now, the other thing is you don't have to eat the whole frog before noon. You can just eat a portion of the frog. And what I mean by that is that there's some things that are going to take us days to do. Maybe your taxes, maybe again, a presentation, you know, maybe gardening, whatever it is, you don't have to do the whole task. You just assign yourself an hour or 30 minutes. So I'm going to eat my frog for 30 minutes before 7 p.m. And then you can get anything done when you're just doing little chunks every day before a certain time. That will be absolutely life-changing when you have a time that you set and you decide how much you're going to do. And previously, you've already determined why this is so important to you. And this is where, again, when we can bring our heart into it and we can bring our why and we can really remember how is this contributing to the life that I want to create, that will help us not procrastinate. All right, so let's review. Number one, brain dump. Get it out of the body. Get it onto a piece of paper. Number two, categorize. Somewhere around 10 categories, but totally up to you. Number three, transfer those categories with the items underneath of them into the day planner of your choice, physical or digital, whatever you prefer. And then remember, you can put it in an area that you just look at it once a month, or I shouldn't say you look at it once a month. You put it in an area where you're using it for the whole month, or you could be like me where you're transferring it every week. So the act of writing is actually helping you get more connected to what you want to do. Number four, for at least three to five days a week, so depending on what you want to do, from that list, circle your three MITs for the day and put them at the top of the day. Then circle your most important MIT, so your number one MIT. Ask yourself, why is this important to me? And then you want to eat your frog or a piece of your frog before noon or before an arbitrary time that you choose. Now, can you imagine, let's say that you only do this three to five days a week. So that's about 200 most important things in a year. Imagine if you did 200 most important things in a year that really mattered to you. Where would your life be? Nobody does that. I mean, most people may be in a year, you know, they're probably doing 20 to 30 most important things because we get highly distracted. So this will help you determine what's important to you and help you not procrastinate, stay in your heart, really stay connected to your why, and then giving you a process where as often as you can, do the thing that you don't want to do first, and that will free up your energy for the rest of the day. All right. I hope this was helpful for you, especially really combining the physical and the spiritual. If you found this helpful and you think it would be helpful for someone else, please share, please forward them the podcast, 
do a little screenshot, post it on Instagram. Let me know what you got out of it. Ask me any questions. I always love to help. And we will see you in the next podcast. Bye for now and keep soul crafting your life. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, I'd absolutely love if you left a review on iTunes. It really helps me to get the podcast out there to support more people just like you to create soulful lives. And as a thank you, I'd love to send you my 20 personal affirmations for manifesting an aligned, magical, and fulfilling life. To access this freebie, simply send a screenshot of your review to soulcraft at carmenmarshall.com and I'll send you my favorite affirmations and mantras straight to your inbox. All my love and I'll see you on the next episode.